here's Matt Mosley. Well, it's Matt Mosley in the most listened to 5 o'clock hour in all of Central Texas. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, pleased to be joined by former Cowboys scout and coach, also a member of the WFAA, uh, ABC affiliate in the Dallas area. It is Glenn Stretch Smith. And last night we were taping Doomsday Stretch, I don't know if you've seen this video. Right before you were coming on, I was looking at this video, and Kyler Murray led that unbelievable comeback. He goes over there to kind of celebrate. Now, I, I got to say, even if it's not truly the black hole like it used to be in Oakland, if you go over there with a bunch of Raiders fans, it, you know, you might have something happen to you. All right? And and so they, they've got this they've got this slowed-down film uh, stretch and and a and a man reaches out and just slaps Kyler Murray across the face like an open open handed just right down the middle of the face. This is not good. This is not good. Did you stretch? Did you ever have an, any encounters with any of those characters in the black hole uh, of the Oakland Raiders, or or maybe uh, you remember them as the Los Angeles Raiders back in the day? Oh, you know, we went to we played there at Oakland Alameda County Coliseum one year, and I can remember, you know, when you when you kind of went in there on the bus, it was just one of those things where you didn't want to you just didn't want to get caught over there. <laughs> I mean, you didn't want you didn't want to fool around with those guys. So I'm not sure what uh, I'm not sure what Kyler Murray was thinking, but if he thought he was going to go over there and get some sort of you know, some sort of Delta Chi welcoming into the paternity house. He probably got it, got the got the deputy dog mess slapped out of him. So good for him. You know, speaking of the Delta Chi's, uh, Stretch, you played football at the University of Texas. Did you ever, and you probably occasionally would show up at one of those fraternity houses, did they ever try to get you to come through Rush? Did you ever think about joining one of those things, or were you just too busy you know, working out and, and uh, uh, getting ready for football season? Oh, I, you know, I had some friends that were, you know, in fraternities, and I'd, you know, I'd go by and visit them, and I, I don't remember if it was really that big of a deal to say, you know, I, hey, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna come hang out with us. So, no, I didn't, I, di- I, didn't, I didn't partake in that much, Mosley, but I'm glad you're taking me down this memory road trip. <laughs> I hope you watched some of that Texas UTSA game. I got a kick about uh, out of the uh, announcers were really kind of openly. Uh, they were they were former U, you know they're UT people, but they were very excited about UTSA. It was kind of an an interesting deal. Now stretch up to the task at hand. Cowboys find a way against the Cincinnati Bengals. You've been involved in a lot of these things over the years. It all looks like it's lost. Oh my gosh, they could lose everything, McCarthy's going to get fired, and suddenly they find a way to win. Stretch, I, I kind of sense that when you can win with a backup, like they did with Cooper Rush, it can have sort of a galvanizing effect on the rest of the team as they wait for Dak to come back. What do you think that win, I don't want to make too much of it, but what do you think that win could do for the Cowboys moving forward? Well, I mean, when you anytime you're, you know, your your backs are against the wall, it's kind of 
us against the world mentality. Uh, you, had a, you had a head coach who challenged an offensive coordinator. Um, you know, you, you could tell that the, they, they went out last night, and like we said on the podcast, I mean, they played complimentary football. Everybody was making plays, and yes, everybody's excited about Micah Parsons, and they should be, but, you know, it's more, to me, it's more about the scheme and Dan Quinn doing a great job. Kellen Moore saying, hey, I, I got to get back into two tights. We got to get to running the football. We get the golf ball down on the goal line. We're going to put Luke Gifford in here at fullback, and, and we're going to run lead and hammer this football in there. And, and, and then off of that, we're going to play action and get our, get our, you know, get our uh, backup quarterback some throws. Here, here's the thing to me that, you know, kind of a day after sitting back with it and, and thinking about it, that kid played all those reps in the preseason. And you could tell he was ready for the speed of the game. He got in and did a great job of, you know, really just working the offense, doing what he needed to do to um, pick up, a, you know, the critical fourth down where they went for it early in the game. And then, you know, he made some critical throws. Now he made some errant throws and we could sit here and cut those into a bunch of different ways. But the bottom line is you can't style point um, winning the game. You can't style point the fact that uh, they, they played well defensively. Turpin got a couple returns um, that, that I thought really kind of jump-started the, the team. And then when you think about uh, who they beat, I don't care. I heard Keyshawn Johnson this morning say, well, Cincinnati's not as good. Bull crap. That's a good football team that the Cowboys beat um, yesterday. And so I do think it's something – that they can build on. I think you're setting yourself up for failure. If you think that, and let's say Dak's out another four to five weeks, if you think that they can go out and be, you know, maybe win a couple of those games, I think that's realistic. I think try to get in when Dak comes back to being, you know, three and four, something like that. To me, that's a realistic uh, expectation. But when you, Again, as you look at the overall view of what happened with the Cowboys this weekend, I, I just saw a team that, again, like you were saying, I mean, their backs were against the wall. The coach was challenging the offensive coordinator. I'm sure the defensive coordinator challenged his players. And you saw them go out and really cut and slash and play the type of football that you want to see a football team play. Yeah, it uh... – it it really it was impressive, and uh, I saw a stat today that it made me think of you, by the way, when they said that uh, according to ESPN Stats and Information, Cooper Rush became the fifth quarterback since 1966 to lead a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter or overtime of their first two career starts. The others, T.J. Yates, John Kitna, Chicago's Virgil Carter, and the late great Wade Wilson, uh, who was also who was a very uh, a very close friend of yours, uh, stretch that that had to bring a smile to your face to see Cooper Rush in that kind of company. Yeah, and, and I think, I mean, anytime you any time you put your name, you know, around those guys who you know in my mind were as good as you know anybody, and I realize you know, what Wade Wilson was, but I'm talking about as far as football coach and understanding. And I think Wade worked with that young man too, one of his first years in the league. So 
yeah, I'm sure that, you know, being able to join him in the same kind of mentioning him in the same breath, that's, that's got to be a heck of an accomplishment. And like I said, I mean, it's hard to win in the NFL. I mean, just ask Cleveland, just ask, just ask the Raiders. I mean, just ask Josh McDaniels. I mean, you know, it's hard to win. And so to think of that kid stepping out there and doing what he did, which like it, dislike it, second half was ugly. Yeah, I I get all that. The bottom line was they won a football game that I don't believe anybody had them winning. And the fact that they did it in the fashion they did it in, it's pretty impressive. And I think that kid's got to take a lot of pride in doing what he did. All right, talking to Glenn Stretch-Smith on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You've known Stretch. You've listened to him over the years. You brought up Micah Parsons earlier today. He's at a rate that uh, really the way he started this season, I think short of Charles Haley, no one's ever jumped off to this this big of a start. Stretch, you know when he was drafted, he was you know thought that he would be an off-the-ball type linebacker who hopefully had some maybe could mix in some pass rush now he appears to just be a flat out uh defensive end uh, you know he's going to line up he's going to come flying off that edge uh, is i mean help help put this in perspective are we now looking at maybe perhaps the best defensive player in the nfl uh he he seems to be a matchup nightmare every almost every single snap and it's. Uh, I think he had, t- in addition to the two sacks, he had 10 pressures yesterday. I mean, Stretch, put this in perspective for us. Like, who have you seen over the past 20, 25 years that other than, like, Haley, who had this kind of impact er- this early on in his career? Well, I mean, I, I heard a couple guys today, you know, say Lawrence Taylor. I, you know, I, I, to me, you know, that – that's a little early to be making that comparison. But when you think about the fact that Lawrence Taylor was a linebacker, he became an edge rusher in, you know, Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, 34 look. When you, when you compare that to how uh, Quinn is putting him in position, and I'd say, in, you know, they're moving him, at, you know, from defensive end to, 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 to one from one side to the other. They line him up one time. Uh, or several times next to Demarcus Lawrence, I like how they press the inside a gaps and cause you to have to, you know, solid your protection down. And then they turned him loose off of the edge. I think it's a little bit of both here because, you know, Bill Belichick really his scheme and what he did, you know, helped Lawrence Taylor. And it feels a lot like that. Now I'm not going to step out and be one of those guys that's going to say, well, I think Micah Parsons has, you know, those type of of uh, uh, of numbers here, but you have to say he does have those kind of characteristics and being able to come off of that edge and have a pass rush move, understand how to rip your shoulder, and then he's too got a counter move where he can come back inside. To me, it's impressive that that he has developed those pass rush moves, but more than that, it's how he plays the game. I mean, you could tell he didn't want to come off the field. I mean, they were they were getting him off to try to get him some rest during that 16-17 play Cincinnati drive right there in the third quarter. So, I mean, I love how he plays the game. I love his passion. You see um, he, he's having fun. 
um, it's really infectious to the rest of the defense. And so um, there's no question he's, he's a special player and he's something that the Cowboys are going to be able to hang their hat on for a while. All right. Well, Stretch, we're getting a lot of feedback today on last night's Doomsday podcast. I had somebody reach out to me and say, is he really being rude to you or is that is that an act? I said, well, I mean, you'll have to decide on your own. But they were really concerned at some of our interaction last night on the Doomsday podcast. It was uh, uh, lots of great feedback on that. I uh, I appreciate you. uh you being on with us. I think it, it I think it happened last night when I called you uh and I think it was cuz I was he had just started to walk in as we were wrapping it up, but I called you Ed instead of Stretch. And I think that really caused some anger, didn't it? Oh, I don't know that it I mean, I don't know that it's anger. I don't know it doesn't have a little wrestling to it. I don't know that it didn't I mean chat my rear end a little bit I'd say probably a combination of the three I'm I mean I don't I don't want to be confused with Ed Werder I don't want to be I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not in his category nor is he in mine so I I don't want to be do that but I and I do think that there's some times when you have selective amnesia like I told you I'm not coming on this damn show every week and you call me anyway so I'm going to put it to you this way mostly Get yourself a haircut or I ain't coming on your show again. See you later. Have a good day. All right. There he goes. My goodness. Oh, Aaron. I mean, that was a that was quite a departure there. Haircut is scheduled for Wednesday morning as uh as Stretch goes. Stretch walks out the door in a very angry fashion. 